Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to agencygo.io to sign up today. What's going on, agency owners and agency managers? My name is Sean Ross. I'm the founder of AFIG Agency. We help agencies scale through best practices in systems, operations, management, and culture. And in this video, and if you're listening to this on a different platform, maybe you're listening to audio, we're going to be talking about how to effectively navigate difficult conversations. Now, difficult conversations for a lot of people can be a point of friction, literally, right? Most new managers, I feel struggle with how to use the, do these effectively, even if they're confident. I knew so many new managers at Amazon who were personable people, but would actually go into conversations that were difficult and had friction in nature, overly confident. And because of that, their hubris would get the best of them. Now, I'm going to break down my system and my mental framework, how I have difficult conversations and how you can easily navigate them yourself. Now, the first thing is leaning into this. Now, one of the things I learned when you effectively navigate a difficult conversation, the output is going to be more trust and respect from whether it's a counterpart or direct report or client. So it's really important you hold your ground in a respectful way. So when you lean into it, I think that's the first thing, having the mental framework, if I do this effectively, it will actually work out in my benefit and in theirs increasing and fostering the relationship further. If you have that point of friction, I'd call it out, right? Something that I've seen even with clients or team members is you get that gut sense. One of the common things I do is, hey, I have a client that's actually happened with in the last week. I literally called him out of the blue, said, hey man, you have five minutes, can I call you? Call him like, hey brother, I just wanna kinda touch base. I've been noticing there's been an energy shift what's going on? I want to check in. I want to let you know I'm here to talk through it. And if there's nothing wrong and I'm just being crazy, no worries. I apologize. And he let me know. He's like, Hey man, I appreciate you reaching out. He has been really frustrated with what's going on in his business. So I saw it and I noticed and I called it out. So if you're uncomfortable handling that conversation, the rest of this discussion will help you navigate that. But calling it out first and foremost is a really important frame of reference that a lot of normal people don't do, but leaders do effectively. So the second thing is when I go into these conversations, my biggest intent, especially if this person is frustrated, dissatisfied, or unhappy, is to understand them. My first thing I want them to feel is understood, heard, and felt. Because if I do that, even if I can't do anything, they will believe they have someone that they can go to or that could hear them. So when I'm joining this conversation, the first thing I'm doing is what I call matching and mirroring. And that's in two different ways. So the first one is my body language. If I go to them and they're hunched over, I'll be a little hunched over. If they're standing up broad chested or sitting up broad chested, I will too. On an unconscious level, we are always looking for people that are similar to us. And one of the ways that we spot that in the environment is through body language and tonality. 
So you want to match and mirror someone's body language and tonality. 93% of your communication is done through those two modalities, body language and tonality. That actually is the easiest way to build rapport. And the second thing is acknowledge and validate. So you want to match and mirror their body language and tonality, and then what I call an acknowledge and validate. So a lot of people struggle with listening, and this is the number one listening tool I have. If someone says something in the example of, I'm so frustrated with this, or you know, it's been really upsetting, the first part is to acknowledge what they said. Hey, Adam, I could understand why this is frustrating for you. Or, hey, John, you know, it makes total sense that this is really an invigorating moment for you, right? Invigorating, frustrating, mad, angry, whatever those words are. So I can totally understand is a good way of saying it. It makes total sense is another way of good saying it. And I could appreciate where you're at in this journey and understand the frustration that you're having right now. I've been there too, right? So that's the acknowledge part. What that shows them is you heard them because you're using their exact words. If they use the word frustrated, mad, angry, annoyed, you want to use the same exact word and then validate it. So the validate part in active listening is then you're putting your own spin on it. So the acknowledge is almost regurgitation. The validate is then putting your own spin on it. So, you know, Adam, I could imagine that anyone in this situation would be frustrated too, and I could really understand that. Hey, agency owners. We at How To Scale an Agency Podcast know it's not easy to build an agency. You have to work your ass off to close deals and work on building the pipeline, onboard clients and work on leads and deal with scope creep and contractors and team members and operations. And within all of that, it's so easy to lose sight of why you are trying to build the agency in the first place. And at Eight Figure Agency, we help agency owners get themselves out of the operations and out of the day-to-day management so they can focus exclusively on building their dream business. If this is something that you need help with, you need help getting out of the operations and you need help getting past the seven or multi-seven figure level, go to eightfigureagency.co. That's the number eightfigureagency.co where you can work with me, Jordan Ross, on helping scale your agency to that next level. And at a very minimum, we'll give you a free agency audit to help you understand where you are missing the mark in your agency and business. What I would like to add here too is I think I would be or anyone would be frustrated in this situation. Here's why. You know, you were going up an uphill battle, you reached out multiple times and didn't get support. And on top of that, your emails were ignored. So like honestly, who wouldn't be frustrated in this moment? So you acknowledge it at the first and then you throw in your own spin at the end. Here's another way of saying it. John, you know, it makes total sense that you're feeling upset right now because this happened and you know, anyone in this same situation would be feeling the same way too. That's another way of acknowledging. If you're going to continue on, I could really understand and I can empathize, and that's a good word to use, I could empathize with your situation because we've seen a lot of team members experience this mode of burnout in the workplace. And it, this is a tough place to work sometimes. We understand that. So I appreciate you sharing that with me. Thank you so much. Those are good examples of acknowledging and validating. And that's the number one listening skill I would have for you, whether it's they're upset or they're angry. So when there's a heated discussion, there's a point of friction and a hard conversation, your number one thing you want to do is build rapport. Your number two thing you want to do is acknowledge and validate and just be open to hear them. The number three thing you want to do if you or the business is at fault is be an owner. 
right? Or as someone I know says, practice extreme ownership. Now, and this also for the husbands out there, do this in your marriage too, or people that have spouses. Now, what's really important here is if someone is experiencing a bad situation that you have some relatability to, you want to take ownership of that situation. Hey, I just want to come out there and say, I'm, I'm really sorry. I could have done this. I see that this is going on. Um, it makes sense that you're feeling frustrated. And here's where I'm at fault. I want to take ownership here. And I'm fully responsible for this. So thank you so much for raising your concern. And thank you so much for voicing your opinion. Because you know how often that happens in service-based businesses where a customer is upset or a team member is upset? The number one thing that you want to do is say, hey, here's, here's where I'm at fault. Thank you so much for raising this to me. And I, I, here's what I'm going to do as a result. Right? So you want to come prepared with the mindset, if something is in my sphere of awareness and I'm at fault and they're upset, I will call that out. Hey, it's on me. I should have done better. I could have done better and I'm really sorry. You don't need to go beyond that, but it is very important. As you expect and as you explain your ownership, what I believe makes sense to do is build off of that. Here's where I was wrong. Here's why I'm wrong. Here's why I know I'm wrong. Or here's, here are these details. Would you be open to hearing my proposed solution? So if you are at fault or if something's not working, whether an account is not working, a team member is upset or something along those lines, right? In a point of friction, take ownership and then come with proposed solutions. Things that you can control. These should be input focused, something that literally is in your sphere of awareness. So here's an example. There have been times in my early management career where I would literally forget to follow up with people. I'd have, I'd had, I had over, when I was 21, I had 120 employees. In my fulfillment center at Amazon, I would be going from place to place to place. I would forget. And I had one employee once tell me, Marianne, she looked at me and said, Jordan, every, I feel like you're good most of the times, but a handful of times I'll tell you something you'll forget to follow up with me on it. I said, Marianne, first off, I've been thinking about this, so I, and I really appreciate you bringing it to my awareness. Second off, you're 100% correct. Like, I have been dropping the ball. I've been not been doing good enough. And that is 100% on me. Does not matter what my situation is. I need to be better for you. Here's what I want to do. Here's what I'm going to do. First and foremost, I'm going to do this, 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 this for you, just to acknowledge and express my gratitude for you raising this concern to me. So you could just throw in. It's like, think of it like cherry on top. But what I'm going to do to resolve this situation, I brought this clipboard. This is what I started doing when I was a 21-year-old manager at Amazon. I brought this clipboard. I'm going to be writing everything down that you see. And at the end of the day, I'm going to make sure I log it in my project management system to make sure I execute. Is that something that you think would help you in this situation if you saw me do that? Would you feel confident or comfortable if that's what I moved forward with? So I did two things when I did that. First and foremost, whenever you're going to propose solutions, you always want to ask for permission. Would you mind if I share my proposed solution? In this situation, I did because I had extreme rapport. If it's with a mad customer, you want to do that. And then secondly, are you aligned with this proposed solution? Are you aligned with my inputs? They'll usually say yes. From there, you can navigate it in any whichever situation. But at this point, you've really done everything you can do. There are points when you need to be aware to call it because some people are just so heated that they are going to go around in circles. You need to be aware that when it's appropriate to end a conversation, hey, I just want to call this out. What I'm noticing is I'm unable to bring you resolve in this situation. How about we do this? 
how about we schedule a conversation for later today or tomorrow. I'm going to come with better resolutions and solutions for you and a better plan than I proposed today. I want to go over it with you. Is that okay? I know you're super frustrated. I know you're super upset right now, and I would be too. But I want to be your advocate and champion you in this situation. Can I do that with you? Sometimes you need to call a timeout, and sometimes that's the only thing you can do to advance a conversation forward because people don't know how to get out of their own emotions. And then a second thing, it's also really relevant at times to escalate and bring someone else in and be like, hey, I want to support you here, and I don't have the resources to. Here's all I'm going to do. Here are my partners I'm going to bring into this situation. If you're a manager, here's the leadership I'm going to bring into this situation. Here's what we're going to do to drive a solution forward for you. Are you okay, okay with those next steps? Yes, great. Let's do this. Let's book another meeting. Let's do this next thing. Let's book something. So at difficult conversation, last thing you want to do is book clear follow-ups. That's how I handle conversations. And the most important thing, don't be a freaking robot. My junior varsity basketball coach used to say this to me all the time. I give you a framework, but I really want you just to consider what it would be to show up and be present for this person. And that's the most important thing. Thanks. Estimate that's going to bring back more revenue into my business. So they're really thinking about the ROI. And that's what I've done with my investments like over the past few months. Interesting. So let me ask you this because I'll be working with a lot of email agencies. A lot of them don't have high ticket offers as you do. So you set up the whole funnel. Then do you have the retainer of like maintenance or is it you're passing it off? It really depends on what they want. I've been playing around with this as well recently. So with the cold email outbound, it's not technically the email marketing I usually do, but it's so easy to charge them on a recurring service because once that setup is done, then they still need leads to bring into the funnel, right? If they're not, you know, um, because this client is so used to just cold calling and they're doing 100K a month doing just that, being able to bring them leads in that way is just like, no brainer. they're definitely going to, you know, keep hiring me to do that every month. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. I love that. So let me ask you this. So let's go back-end system, right? Because you're super technical. You're a software developer by training. A lot of the people that I bring on this show, they are the typical agency owner who's not as technical as you are. Let's go back-end system. Like, what do you think some of the back-end systems that you have, like, an advantage in running your agency because of your background that many other people in the marketplace that are also running agency, like, like me, don't. Yeah, I think as I mentioned with Active Campaign, I only log into it maybe just a couple times a month and I am still making sales in my sleep just because of how I set it up in the first place. So even naming convention, I have a standard for that. So I would say something like um, the lead magnet name pre-sequence. So using that kind of naming convention and using it across all of my automation so that it's not messed up helps me keep it organized. And when I do hire contractors or VAs, it's so easy them easy for them to use it. And I hand off these SOPs to my clients. So whatever I do, quickly write it down, literally step-by-step step with screenshots because people can still mess that up sometimes. And they will <laughs> mess it up with the step-by-step step and with the screenshots because that's just what happens. Yeah, 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 unfortunately. But what I've also been trying out with my coaching students, because I, I teach people also how to start their own email marketing agencies, Right now, it's like the huge craze with people like getting domains, Google Workspace, and then using instantly warming up stuff. So I also made a salt for that in this past week. And I've had coaching students say like, hey, this is so helpful. Like I did this in the first try. Like, thank you. 
So I'm like, oh, okay, I guess that helps. I love that. This is so serendipitous. And this is just me, like for everyone listening. If you don't know this about me, like very spiritual dude, like I'm a big believer when you have a lot of serendipities, that just like for me is showing that you're in alignment with where you're meant to be. But I think it's really funny that you mentioned this. So my director of operations, Justin, we recently got into active campaign because I wasn't going to fucking do it. Not my thing. And one of the things that we're getting a lot of demand of is we're, we're able to set 40. We've been historically this year setting at least 40 appointments a month. We're going to ramp that up to 60 appointments and that's with our target audience. But a lot of people that are coming through our funnel, like agency owners, they aren't on active campaign and they don't have like a call to action, a way to capture email in like a sequence and then like an email newsletter. Right. And one of the things I was telling him today was I want you to make videos just to show people how to use active campaign once they become a client, just as a value add. And he's like, dude, I just had a light bulb moment. I'm going to make these videos and then make an SOP so they could sign up and just have it. And I'm like, bang, here it is. Like Ocean's literally doing it. Yeah. I think there's even software or like a SaaS company where you just upload that video and then it makes a step-by-step for you. I don't know the name off the top of my head, but Yo, I need this software, please. I will be forever in your debt, forever. Like, oh my goodness. Okay, we need to find this. I'm literally going to assign that to Justin today. So let's go high level here, right? So you've got into this space almost haphazardly, like college kid that's just a hustler, software developer by trade. You're able to target higher ticket people, but you also have a value ladder. You have like an info product. You have coaching students you even have your agency where like you're doing high ticket funnels. Like why so many steps in the value ladder? Like what, what's driving that? That's a good question. I actually just hired a business coach and I had a coaching call with him today on like simplifying this. Cause I just have some random digital products, like how to get press with cold email, freelance starter pack, email marketing empire, so many random different things. So that's what we were meeting with today. And we kind of came to this conclusion, like, Hey, your coaching program is doing really well. All your tweets are resonating with that audience. Like just focus on that, double down on that and like try to build it from there. Back in May, actually, I made a presentation on this at at the copywriting summit. I don't know if you've heard of it, but I was able to generate like 25 K in revenue in Twitter in one month and go to Coachella because of that value ladder. But I definitely want to take it to the next step. I love that. So two things I want to call out. One, kudos to you, Ocean. Like, everyone listening, I've been investing in consultants, coaches, advisors, like experts to help me along my journey. I've gotten, I was able to get from quitting my W2 to like running my agency to the million dollar run rate in under 24 months because of that. But I didn't have people that I was like paying to like tell me, don't do this, do this, or this is, this is not good, this is good. Like, and then forming really value add partnerships. Those are the things for me that I think a lot of people are afraid to do, but like, you know, money makes money. I think that's a mm-hmm. simple, simple term. So I just want to give you kudos. And if you're considering, if you're on the fence, couldn't address it more. We obviously offer a lot of consulting for agencies on systems and processes and scalability, but it sounds like if you're also looking to set up funnels and email, oh, does that too. So hit her up. So that's a really good transition segue for everyone that's listening. That's like, oh shit, I think I want to hire Ocean. Where can they find you, your agency, your product, your courses? Where can they where can they find you? Yeah, Twitter is probably the best. My username is at the Ocean Maria. And then my agency website is just kaiventmedia.com. It's just K-A-I-V-E-N-T-M-E-D-I-A. 
com. Beautiful. Awesome. And any last words, if, if you had to leave the listener with one final remark, for them to remember you in this conversation with what would that final remark be? If you are stuck in a nine to five, I, I know I'm saying this as I am, but <laughs> don't ask anyone for permission to start something. I was literally like, a broke college kid and I landed my first client for 5k like the worst someone can say to you when you pitch them is no and that's not going to hurt you right that's just going to hurt your ego but you're going to build that build yourself up and become an entrepreneur so go for it awesome ocean thank you so much guys if you've enjoyed this episode go check out ocean and if you're curious to learn more about how she or I can can partner up Check us out at eightfigureagency.co where we can give you all this information and more to help you along your journey. Ocean, thank you so much.